Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. on the Blitz here, getting you ready for the weekend, our last show before we'll be broadcasting live from the Combine next week in beautiful Indianapolis, of course, really kick-starting the NFL offseason as we approach the Combine, free agency, the draft, all these fun things to speculate and discuss. Joining us now to continue the speculation and the discussion, it's our buddy, our day one, our first good friend of the show, Mr. Brian Backo, of course, covers the Steelers for the Post-Gazette, and today... He's on scene at the Pittsburgh Zoo, Motsi, really hunting down Let's a story, go. really getting after it today. Uh, Mr. Backo, boots to the ground. What's the beat saying over there at the uh, at the Pittsburgh Zoo? Man, this is a first. Talking to you guys while I stare at a giraffe eating some, I don't know, what do they eat, hay? And then there's two little zebras <laughs> walking around them, and uh, the toddlers in the, the monkey uh, building now, so... Uh, yeah, this is this is a good time, and like I said I, a couple times ago when we talked, uh, I think we were at the Children's Museum. So I mean, this is the life of the NFL beat writer in the off season right here. I am going to be kind of sad to be missing you guys at the combine, but as the loyal listeners know, Batco's added another edition back in August. So uh, just it's tough to get out to Indy this year. Family I'm sure man, you guys family will tear man. It up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 you got your priorities right, man. Family always, man. Plus, we were just in Indy uh, this past season, and I got to do, uh, you know, got to do a little bit of the fun stuff out there in the. What he do they got call his, it? The of America. He yeah. got his Saint Elmo's kick. Is is what oh, he's saying? Is, he got his. He got well, his ki- kind of, kind of got it. We had the. Were, were you up there, Wes, in the press box pregame? Uh, oh, you know at it. At Lucas Oil. Yeah, they you had the little. Uh, they just did the shrimp cocktail, which is. I mean, that's the biggest thing you need to replicate that uh, experience. But yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I was at the combine last year too. And, and for the first time did the full sit down St. Elmo's. Now I don't carry as much weight That's as how you know a you or an Arthur Moat. So our, our time, our reservation last year at the combine was like 10 o'clock, but Ooh. that's okay. Had a nice Ooh. big steak dinner. <laughs> And called it a night. That'll put you. That'll put you to sleep. Nice though. I tell you what. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it'll. it'll he put said about, you to about sleep 10:45. He was eating that ribeye, yeah. huh? 
it'll prevent i'm a filet guy but yeah not only will it put you to sleep it also prevented like any late night shenanigans because i was just too tired to do any i mean yeah you put you put down a filet and a bunch of sides and a bottle of red i mean you're right. just going right to bed there's there's no Kilroy's. There's no Kilroy's uh, after after all that. I tell you, <laughs> I, I went with the St. Elmo's uh, Jack and Coke with that meal, as I recall. Mm, not a big wine okay, drinker. Okay, okay. Not a big. Like, what is it with everybody being against the wine? All right, a different conversation for a different time, Mister Batco. Uh, let's let's before we get into some of these offseason specifics too. I did just I, I did want to get your thoughts. Uh, Steelers Aaron Curry in Brian Flores out. Aaron Curry in. Um, an exciting young hire, an up and comer. I mean, he's just a few years older than than all of us here on the show. Um, has the experience of of being a top five pick in the NFL now in the coaching ranks. Um, this this feels like a pretty exciting hire for the Steelers, does it not, Mister Becko? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a guy that you might be catching on his on his way up in the coaching trajectory. And you know, that's been a complaint I think of some fans who have issues with the Steelers staff. Is why don't they have kind of more young risers there uh you know fresh ideas uh recent former players I mean, there are a lot of former nfl guys uh working under mike tomlin but but not many as recently as aaron curry was in the league so i I can understand why they'd want to make a move like this i mean frankly guys the inside linebacker room for the steelers has been a disappointment uh probably three or four years uh going now and it's and it's not just uh you know the lack of production we we've all seen the the stat of you know no takeaways in 2022 uh no fumbles forced or recovered no picks uh you just can't have that uh and expect to to get to be an elite defense so uh you know whatever he's going to bring to that unit uh you know i think it can help them and and it's not just that lack of splash but it's also you know guys like devin bush didn't develop guys like buddy johnson really didn't develop you've got marcus allen doing you know, God knows what in the Panthers game. So maybe that group just needs a little bit of a culture change is, is kind of what I'm getting at. Hmm. No, that makes sense, man. And following up with that, uh, we were talking a little bit, um, some draft stuff and things like that, but knowing that we brought in an Aaron Curry, do you think that that changes the focus in the sense of going free agency for that inside linebacker, potentially uh, bringing in some talent there? Or now that you have a younger guy that might relate or be able to develop some of these guys, maybe it's not as prevalent and you go, you know, middle rounds of the draft, potentially bringing in somebody in that linebacker room. That's what I think they should do. I think like fourth round would maybe be the sweet spot, um, and possibly third, depending on if you really like a guy when you're on the clock. That, that's where I'd probably target inside linebacker in this draft. And yeah, I don't know that the addition of Curry changes that much. I mean, you know, Jerry Olsavsky's, still coaching that group. I mean, I'd probably still say the same thing about wanting to bring a a younger guy in here. To me, it's just more of, you know, you go the free agency route again, and I think you risk whiffing on that spot again for whatever reason, man. The Steelers have really struggled to address inside linebacker and all the different ways that they've gone about it. And, you know, I think with with the draft picks that they've made, it's largely been a problem of development, whereas the, the free agent signings and the trades, they've just misevaluated, I think, how some of those guys mm. fit. Because really, other than John Bostic, who's still kind of kicking around, I guess, with the commanders, none of those other players have, have latched on anywhere else for meaningful NFL time. Yeah. I'm talking, you know, Mark Barron, Joe Schobert, Avery Williamson. I mean, it, mm-hmm. this was like where, they, where their careers came to uh, – 
to go belly up. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Miles Jacks, but especially, I guess my, my point is, especially with bringing in Aaron Curry, uh, a, a younger guy who is, is going to bring in kind of a fresh vibe to that room. Uh, go ahead and, and take a chance on a, on a rookie and see if you can get him uh, up to speed. Well, let me ask you in terms of Miles Jack there uh, to just kind of put a bow on this, Mr. Backo. What would you like to see done with Miles Jack this offseason? Um, leave him alone and just let him play out that contract. Would you try and maybe add a year or two to his contract to bring that cap hit number down? Because, you know, he's in the he's in the double digits of millions. And I think we can all agree he was productive last year, right? Uh, he was on pace to 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 um, actually, I believe, set the Steelers single season tackle record before he got injured. So he was solid in that aspect. But he also, right, we all know that no interceptions, no forced fumbles. The splash wasn't really there. Are, are you trying to bring Miles Jack back, but maybe get that cap hit down a little bit? Are you are you moving on completely and starting anew there? What do you think happens there um, now that they at least have the coaching situation figured out? Hard to say because, I, to me, the injury issues really loom large. And without you know having all the the full updates of, of the medical stuff, what was going on with him at the end of last season, which the Steelers obviously have that, that I'm not privy to. Uh, difficult to say. I mean, I, I lean toward a guy at that age with that much, uh, you know, tread off the tires who struggled to get on the field at the end of the season. I don't want to overpay. You know what I mean? I think I'd rather, uh, I think I'd rather move on a year too early rather than a year too late with him and not really have a viable backup plan ready to go so um you know is he a cap casualty possibly uh but again it's it's just hard for me to really make that determination without knowing if that's you know all that groin stuff and the knee stuff is that gonna potentially linger into 2023 or can he come back and look like the guy who seemed pretty spry seemed like an infusion of veteran leadership that was needed in the inside linebacker room i guess it also depends you know what do you end up doing with robert spillane does he want to be back here and can you get him on a pretty cheap deal? Do you feel like Mark Robinson's ready to take the leap? Um, you know, if those guys are in the fold and you can, you know, get a rookie in, in those middle rounds, I, I think I'd be okay moving on from Miles Jack and just turning the young guys loose. Rather say well than sick them, right? Man, I was really going to ask you that. I was like, man, if you move on from Miles Jack, what is the approach? Are we are we going out and spinning a little bit more? Are we riding with the Spillane and Mark Robinson? How confident? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you group. ride with those guys to, it, to some extent, but, but also, I mean, you, you got to trust if you're going to draft a guy, say round three, maybe even higher, you better be ready to play right away. And, well, yeah, because that's what running, I was trying. We know it's tough. Right. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, are we going to be leaning more on a rookie having to surprise us, or now does this force our hand to use one of those higher end picks? on the inside linebacker if you move on from Miles Jack because he was supposed to be, or he technically still was, our alpha dog in that room, our best player, which is why he was compensated the way that he was and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just difficult. It's, it's tough because, you know, you really couldn't rely on him at the end of last season. And, you know, like I said, I mean, he's somebody who had some injury issues coming out of college into the draft, and he was a physical freak, athletic specimen. But I think some of the questions surrounding him was how long is is he going to be able to last in the NFL? So, uh, you know, I thought it was a great move last year when they made it. I thought he looked good in, in training camp, thought he was really going to help, and he did for a while. Uh, I'd say he helped stabilize that in a major way. But uh, at this point, you know, could you get younger? 
could you get cheaper? It almost reminds me a little bit of the backup quarterback situation that we've uh, talked about ad nauseum. I mean, it's just a matter of what are you willing to spend um, and, and do you feel like you can improve or at least stay the same uh, by paying guys a little bit less and maybe that frees you up to say extend Alex Highsmith or you know make a, another splashier move on the free agent market. Interesting. And obviously we'll be keeping all our eyes on all of that stuff here going forward as it's just a couple weeks now from, from free agency opening up with the combine next week, obviously a lot of that stuff uh, getting rolling. We've got the legal tampering period in there as well, too. Always uh, it, it's speculation season is what I'm getting to here, Mr. Backo. Yeah. So, it's tough to fill these days. It's tough to fill these hours of radio when we're in a, we're in a little bit of a lull right now. A little, little bit of a lull, but that, 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 you know, we can play the reckless. We can, we can give the, the reckless <laughs> speculation warning and then just proceed without any caution and just say, Hey, well, you know, it was speculation season. Um, hey, hey, with all due respect, that's all with you all due say, respect. Man. With, with, with all due respect. respect. It would, it would and, you be know, funny to open a time capsule from this time last year and go back oh, and hilarious. revisit some of the names we were probably discussing, <sighs> some of the scenarios we were throwing out Would you there. bring in Mitch like, Trubisky? I mean, that was a real conversation that we were having was, a lot of, right? Would you was. bring in Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true, and that, that did come to be. A lot, of, a lot of talking about Malik Willis, who wasn't even drafted mm-hmm. until the third round. Uh, we all thought Kenny Pickett would be gone in the top 10 or so. Yeah, it is funny to look back. Maybe we should. Maybe the producer of this show should go cut up some funny highlights. Wait, who's the producer of this show? Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Uh, Mr. Backo, just a couple more minutes for you here as we wrap this thing up. Um, I, I did want to know, though, in terms of, of, of reckless speculation season here, one of the things that Mozi and I discussed in the, the first segment of the show um, was, you know, how the Steelers now really have turned the page into a new era. You know, Omar Khan with, you know, the full reins of this process. Andy Weidel involved now. You know, there's no more Kevin Colbert. Brandon Hunt is is in Philadelphia. Um, there's been some some changing of the guard of some really important decision making uh, roles and positions for the Steelers, particularly decision making around this time of year in the draft process and free agency and those things. Could we see the Steelers continue to get even more aggressive? That's where I'm going with all this. You know, I think it started a few years ago under Kevin Colbert. A um, little more aggressive in free agency with some bigger names, uh, more willing to make moves like trading your first round pick to go get Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, trading Chase Claypool in the middle of the season last year. Would you be surprised if there was a, I don't want to say crazy splash move, but you know, if the Steelers ended up trading one of their second round picks for a, an established veteran in the league, or if the Steelers went out and, and got a little bit more active in free agency, do you expect um, more moving off of the traditional conservative Steelers way like we've seen over the past few years. Is, is that realistic to wonder now as we, you know, enter this new chapter of Steelers football? I don't necessarily expect it, but it wouldn't surprise me is kind of how I would answer that. And I mean, I say that because I think they're already pretty well positioned by making uh, some of those moves that you allude to. I mean, I, the Chase Claypool trade by Omar Khan was was absolutely that that was an aggressive move and unconventional yeah. for them so I mean that you know making a trade like that mid-season at the deadline does make me think that yes there, there could be more of those kind of atypical Steelers uh, moves to come under his regime but at the same time you know you've already done that the haze in the barn on getting that extra second round pick maybe you don't want to now uh, kind of misplay the hand that you dealt yourself and you're happy about. So 
Uh, again, not necessarily uh, something that I think is is going to happen, but yeah, from what we've seen from them so far, I, you know, I think they're pretty smart, pretty shrewd, pretty willing to you know kind of play this new NFL game of uh, amassing the draft capital and moving around. So yeah, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me, but uh, I do think they're in a good spot where they are now. All right. Well, I did want to ask you one before we had uh, before I got up out of here was Mason Rudolph recently speaking talked about potentially having an interest in returning how do you feel about that and do you think that that could work out uh i don't think i see that happening i mean it's just, <laughs> it, it, it feels like that's run its course for everybody involved and um you know, i'm sure he didn't love how it all went down last year uh i think i i think to be honest he's needed a change of scenery for a long time um uh, but especially after the way things played out with the, uh, the QB depth chart a year ago, probably best served to go somewhere where, you know, I think the other big thing for him, if I'm Rudolph, I want to back up a quarterback who's more similar to me in mm. terms of playing style and fit within an offense. Now there aren't many QBs like that in the modern NFL, which is, you know, not great for his overall career trajectory probably, but uh, that's the, the type of fit that I would try to find. Uh, if I'm a number two, you know, obviously that's great. That, that is the dream, I think, for him right now, the ideal scenario. But if I'm the number three, I don't want to be behind a 2022 first-round pick who looks like he has the goods. Mm. I think that's well said. I think that's well said. All right, Mr. Backo, before we let you go real quick, that, that this was you know Brian Backo, the Steelers analyst that we were just talking to, okay? Can I have 30 seconds on the phone with Brian Backo, the basketball fan? Oh, hey now. Okay, Uh-oh. and what's your what's your question on the basketball front? What do I do this fa- this coming Tuesday? Do I go to <laughs> IU and go to go to uh, watch the Hoosiers play Iowa, or do I go watch Butler play uh, top fifteen ranked Marquette, Mister Backo? Which ba- do I go for an old Biggie? Do I go for a little Big East flair, which is closer to downtown, or do I make like the forty minute drive, uh, go to IU, check out one of the iconic venues in college basketball where I know you've been before, uh, Mister Backo? Tell me what to do. Which game? IU versus Iowa, little Big Ten action, or Butler versus Marquette, little Big East action? Where am I going? Well, I went to Bloomington last year, and yeah, it was awesome. Highly recommend, but you're right. It's a little bit of a hike, so I, you know what? I think you make the drive. If you're willing to do it, if you don't have a ton of plans uh, for, for Indy next week or that specific night, I would do that. I've never been to Hinkle, so it's not an apples-to-apples comparison for me. I'm sure it's awesome, but Butler's really bad, and Brian Batko, the, the college basketball fan, I'll tell you right now, Go to the Indiana-Iowa game, and my guy, Chris Murray, for the Hawkeyes, he's on my fantasy team. I need a huge game from him uh, when we'll hopefully be in the championship. So go to to Assembly Hall in Bloomington, and, you know, don't be obnoxious about it, but do a little fist pump every time Chris Murray for Iowa gets a bucket, rebound, assist, steal, whatever. Well, if Chris Murray has a great game, you owe it all to me. If he does not, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's not my fault. I can't tell you. There's there's nothing I could do about it. Brian Backo, kind enough to lend us his time from the Pittsburgh Zoo. Folks, he's got the same birthday as Young Thug, so you know he can never Backo, be old. Baby. Let's go. Backo, thanks, that, for the time. Thank, thanks for the time, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. We'll see you.
Let's there he go. There he goes. Our buddy Brian Backo. You like that one? Same birthday as Young Thug. I mean, I like that. Thugger, thugger, baby. Come on now. Listen, he hasn't changed his number since the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows how to leave a tender moment alone. There it is. He doesn't do cap. Uh huh. He's got the same birthday as Young Thug. There it is. That's I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of all the different random things that he's put in his Twitter profile over the years that we've introduced here on the show. <laughs> I think that might. Co- I think that might cover him. I always like to look. Every couple months, he always changes it out. You know, oh, yeah. I haven't he, changed he, my. He, he num- a little naked. A little I haven't naked. changed yeah. my number since the seventh grade. Was in there for yeah. a while. I don't do cap. Was in there for a yeah. while. Now it's. I was born on the same day as Young Thug, so I can never be old. <laughs> Pretty good there by Mr. Backo. <laughs> Let's go. Mozi, I, I got Assembly Hall. I mean, I guess I got to do it, right? One of the iconic college basketball. Right. I have he been said, to Hinkle. I haven't been there for a basketball game, but I've been yeah. to the facility. Hey, he said, "Man, if you're willing to make the drive, go ahead and take that it's little 40, trip." Man. It's forty minutes. That's not that. That's not that bad. Man, that's that's going from downtown to the to, to Cranberry on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, man. exactly. That's With it. a little road work, a little traffic. Yeah. In there. Come on, now you know you got that random construction. I think that's. I think that's what I'm. Listen, you can't go to Indiana and not right. go to a basketball game. Yeah, I mean, Come you know. On, you go to Ontario, you got to take in some hockey, you know? Absolutely. That's, that's how it's all going down there. The Pacers aren't home at all next week, so I might have to catch a little collegiate hoops there while we're in Indy. Thanks to our buddy Brian Backo, who will not be joining us in Indianapolis this year, but uh, but maybe we'll catch up with him next week as well. Anyways, one more segment to go here. When we come back on the other side, we'll get back into some uh, more off-season conversation here. I want to talk a little bit more about that Mason Rudolph question mm-hmm. that Motsi just asked Brian Backo. Uh, we've, we've got to talk about, we have in little spurts here on the show, but we've really got to discuss Taylor Luan for a minute on the other side. Now that he is officially a free agent and you say it's officially official. It's officially official. Uh, I've got a conversation question piece for Arthur Motes as it relates to the Steelers wide receiver room as well too. So we'll do all of that when we return on the other side, maybe get to some of your tweets as well too, as we wrap up the show, Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes in the electric factory, as we get you ready for the weekend. It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great-looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.